uh, reading some sci-fi right now, which that's been a while outside of Star Wars because that well, rarely happens. Yeah. <laughs> what are you reading? Uh, we are we are Legion. We are Bob. It's the Bobaverse. I, I do not know about this. What is that? I, I only had heard about it uh, a few months ago, uh, but apparently it's a whole series. But this guy, uh, it think kind of like Futurama, like where like his brain got saved okay. till the future, but they put and then in the future they put it into a computer, and he starts like uh, expanding out through the universe because of like three D printing. So he like prints copies of himself. That's kind of cool. Like um, that. There's like a it's some kind of probe where you you send out the probe and the probe creates itself. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I've. Um, I think I'm gonna make it a point uh, this year um, to finally read the Wheel of Time series. Um, yeah. Not that I'll be doing it in a year because I think there's what. No, 30. there's like 15, 16 books. Dude. Yeah, I was gonna say I couldn't remember if there's like 15 or 30. I can't remember, but I mean, I know the last three, two or three are Brandon Sanderson taking over, um, but like everything else is supposed to be great, and even his are supposed to be good. It's just not as good, but I don't know if that's, yeah. is that just, you know, the fans saying that because it's not, uh, Robert Jordan or I feel like they're trying to be nice, but like a buddy of mine, he's actually been listening to all of them in his car okay. and he's gotten to the point, I think where, um, like where the, the, the other guy took over and yeah. he said, it's pretty seamless. Like the guy apparently okay. was a fan of yeah. the books and the book, that's a reason that he got into uh, writing, yeah, and then it's a pretty cool story. The fact that he got to be a part of that, yeah, it's really good stuff. Yeah, he was apparently handpicked from the uh, by the author's widow and all that. So yeah, it's like, and he's he wasn't like just. I mean, he's a a decent writer. I, so I, I hope George R. R. has a guy handpicked. Uh, you know he doesn't. I know, I know that that makes him upset. Like, but at the same time, I just like worry about. You know, I, I don't even read them, but just the fact that like I'm wondering when that story's gonna. Dude, end. you know, you know that he writes them. Do you know about this, right? He writes them on WordStar 2.0 or 3.0. That's WordStar. That's a DOS-based word processor. Is he on like a 386? He doesn't. Uh, so he has a he has a DOS machine that he uses. I don't know if it's a 386 or what it is. But he has a DOS machine that he uses for typing and for writing, and that's it. He. Um, I mean, it's, I guess it's one step further from like a typewriter because it has a backspace, but it has no spell check, nothing. And then he just types on that and his editor, hates his, guts. his editor probably hates his guts the entire time. I'm thinking of Alan Moore, Alan Moore from like the Watchmen and, um, yeah. uh, into in hell, uh, sorry, uh, from hell or whatever he writes on a typewriter and then he, uh, he mails his papers to his editor. So George R. R. Martin has to print out all of his files because they don't. He has no connection to the internet, and no one has floppy disks anymore, and no one reads the format that, that it would even record uh, uh, save in. Yeah. So he prints them out to his to his editor. But also, he there's no like backups, like cloud based backups or anything like that. So like he writes like multiple chapters and then deletes them. Because he's like, oh, that's not the way I wanted to go. So that's why it's taking him so long. People are like, finish writing. He's writing a lot. And then he goes, yeah. oh, it's not the way I wanted it. And then he'll delete, he'll write two chapters, delete three. 
A friend of mine has a theory. Uh, he's the biggest games of game of like even bigger than like uh, some of our friends. Oh, yeah? uh, he's literally like read them and listened to them just over and over again. Um, and every once in a while, even though he knows I'm not a big fan, it's just the fact that I'll listen to him. It, like I just get this text message that's like this theory that's going <laughs> on, right? So his theory right now is that um, one of the books is probably already done and the second one might already be done too and he's waiting uh for the show to just now end hmm. because he's just going to then be like oh well hbo bam and like uh you know that way they that way hbo doesn't get to steal his thunder he gets to steal hbo yeah thunder. i mean i could totally see that um I mean, then they get the prequels that they're working on and everything, but you yeah. know viewership's going to drop off on that, and people will be like, "That's not no, the I'm same." I'm not going to watch it. Unless, <sighs> yeah, I I don't know. Unless don't it know. has Amelia Clark, I'm probably not. It's not going to. Not in. It's not going to, man. It's going to be like Robert Baratheon's War and that kind it's of a, stuff. It's amazing how much I like. I you know obviously I'd never heard of her before, but like she's the reason why I don't think t uh, Terminator Genesis is a bad movie. Uh, <laughs> I like me some Amelia yeah. Clark. So if she's in the prequel, yeah, I'll watch it. But no, I'm done. After all of this, like, it's it's and the fact that I don't think it's that great to begin with, um, I think it's good. It's solid. It's fantastic. And some of the in terms of like editing, the film editing, the fil uh, cinematography, like that's like second to none. Yeah. But in terms of the script writing and so on, I'm just like, hey, it's it's funny because yeah, you're like yeah because it's Amelia Clark or whatever. That's one of the reasons I actually went to see Glass is because Sarah Paulson. Because she, I think she's she's a, a great actress, but she's also cute. But but like, there's certain people that I'm like, I'll see whatever they're in. Like, so I guess for you, it's Amelia Clark, and for me, maybe Margot Robbie. I don't if know. It, well, I mean, if no, if there was like a number one, it'd be Emma Watson. That's oh that's yeah, pre, that's Primero Numero Uno. Oh, maybe Emma Stone for me. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. This weekend our collective heads wanna put an old rumor to bed. Stereotype that you've all heard. How we're all just angry video game nerds. Most of us have actual jobs. Kids and families and cats and dogs. Yeah. This weekend our collective heads. This weekend our collective heads. Welcome to this week in our collective heads. I'm Patrick, joined by Owen, hanging out, Hi. talking some video games, talking some other stuff, doing the nerd thing that we do. As always. Yeah, of course. Of course. And if before anyone asks, there's another guitar that's going to come here. Don't worry. That's a weird, like, empty space going on right here. And I know someone's going to comment about it. Did you already get, did you get another guitar recently? Oh, yeah, I did. Um, so that's actually my, my new guitar that I got on Facebook facebook marketplace for the win okay but my okay. my guitar my other uh, electric has been in in and out of the shop it's in the shop yeah yeah since uh christmas eve so it's a long time when the government shutdown ends i'll get my guitar back i guess <laughs> except they're actually gonna get paid 
<laughs> Why I gotta pay people for this? Thankfully, I don't have to pay that much, but we won't go into that. You came here to listen to gaming news, though. You didn't hear came here to listen to me talk about guitars and stuff. Um, we ramble a lot, as you can tell, but we're live every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Central or around that. You can join us Ish. live. Yeah, you can join us live on Facebook. We're on Twitch. Follow us uh, at Facebook at uh, Twiach, and then of course on uh, on Twitch and Twitter and all those places. And uh, we're Twiach everywhere except for Twitch, which is uh, which is unfortunate. We're Twiach gaming there. Someone actually has Twiach, which I think is a conspiracy. It's got to mean something else for them. Like it's got to be like some Urban Dictionary or something. I don't know. I couldn't find anything on it, but oh well. We we came here to listen to gaming news though, and there's yeah. some really really big news in my opinion that happened today. Okay. Is Resident okay. Evil Two? Oh, sorry, the Resident Evil TV series from Netflix has been announced. Ooh. And who's I, doing it? So it is some German-based company. I didn't even look at the name. Um, this it's is Germans. It's like as long as it's not Uwe Boll, I'm okay. Um, it is uh, so apparently they've like Netflix has declined to comment. Uh, apparently, the plan is for a series Resident Evil universe and deepen the existing mythology uh, based on blah 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 blah. So it's some German uh, company that's going to be doing it, which you know I don't I don't care about. Like I said, as long as it's not Uwe Boll, I'm fine with it. And this is happening the day before uh, Resident Evil Two remake actually comes out tomorrow. But is Mila Djokovic going to be in it? No, she's not going to be in it. Done. I'm out. No, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> uh, no, she's the reason that I went to see the other movies. <laughs> the movies were so bad, no, but yeah. No, yeah, no. But honestly, after um, after the likes, uh, even though this is probably going to be live action, I'm guessing, uh, we with zero details, I'm going to guess they're going to do live action because they can but after the the likes of uh, Castlevania and the fact that they, uh, it seems like Netflix goes and gets people who are passionate about making a good video game mm -hmm. on screen presence, I can dig that. Yeah, Resident Evil isn't really my thing, but I'll check it out. Yeah, I mean it. It is my thing for pretty much anyone who watches the show. Probably Did you get RE2. Uh, I am getting RE2. I didn't actually get it yet, but I will be getting it. Um, I am getting uh, Kingdom Hearts, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah! Got Kingdom Hearts coming out tomorrow, uh, which I didn't have my uh, my my video source ready for this. We got some... What is it? Uh, or no, so there's old news about Kingdom Hearts that I was reading before. I'm just waiting. I want to see more video of the, of the uh, Chinese version of Kingdom Hearts with the censoring. Because mm -hmm. it just cracks me up. The, with Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, with Winnie the Pooh. Because that man <laughs> looks like Winnie the Pooh. And it's just so, uh, I didn't actually include this in the lineup mm -hmm. just because it was still early. Um, but apparently Square Enix um, sent out a limited number of KH3 codes uh, for the week. Uh, I know because some of my favorite reviewers don't have their codes yet. Uh, but uh, on Open Critics so far, uh, rolling in strong at an 89, I believe, the last time I checked. Um, which is good. It's not like, I mean, Final Fantasy 15 was well reviewed too, but it's not Final Fantasy 15 where it seems like this one might actually kind of live up to the hype minus its clunky narrative. Yeah, and that that's the interesting thing to me is that uh, I saw I saw that was the consensus is people really like the game. But the narrative isn't good. And I'm wondering... 88. 88. So I'm wondering, are those people not liking the narrative? Did they only play Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2? 
because I only I mean, played Kingdom Hearts. I only played Kingdom Hearts one and two. I, I, I did try and like dip into uh, a couple of the other ones, um, three fifty eight, uh, over two, and the one that had like a really bad card game. Yeah, you know, you know, it's supposed to be three three eighty five days over two is how you're supposed to say it. Apparently, that's so stupid. Yeah. It's clearly a division sign. It is, right? It's a division sign, but they're trying to say it's 350 days between two people, and I'm like, it's 100, uh, it was 179, whatever. Like 358, it's 179. So just call it 179. Yeah, I don't know. There, but yeah, there's like what 12 of them. I don't have time for that. There's a lot. So I'm gonna be watching. Uh, obviously, I'm waiting for my copy to come in that I've had pre-ordered on Amazon for quite a while. Uh, I wanted to make sure I got that 20% discount. That's the last game I get on my Amazon 20% oh. pre-order discount. Uh, uh, I'm going to be watching a nice, fat 30 to 45 minute recap video uh, that tells me everything I need to know. Um, there's probably a ton of them out there. I know um, one of them by Easy Allies, there's a timeline that's an hour long. I'm probably not watching that one. But, just too uh, much. It's just way too there's much. A, there, I, somebody gave me a 30-minute link um, a few weeks ago, and so I'm just going to go with that, and then I'm going to get ready. And apparently the story for people who are reviewing it is somewhere between 30 and 40 hours, so I can do that. 30 or 40 hours, that's fine. Uh, it's also... For a JRPG? For a JRPG, 30 or 40 hours, plus um, it's... I mean, it's Disney, so I'm good with that. Like, I mean, it's a JRPG, that's great as well, but like, it's Disney, and I love me some Disney, so I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah, and they're going to some places like Big Hero 6, Toy Story, mm -hmm. like, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Plus, the last game came out in 2000, I mean, uh, not the last game, but you know what I mean. The last game came out in 2002, screw it. The, la the last proper game, you mean? Yeah, 2002, so it's literally been, man, so long. Was it, so, was it 2002? I thought it was 2002. Either 2002 or 2003. Jeez. One of yeah, yeah. I've known my wife longer than than that's been going on. I just remember it was a joke on G3. Like, Adam Sessler was joking G4? about it. G4? Sorry, G4. What's wrong with me? Uh, on G4. <laughs> not G3. On G4, G3. Adam Adam Sessler was, like, joking about, like, you know, quit, quit writing. We know just as much as you do about Kingdom Hearts. I'm sorry. 2005. Okay. 2005. Okay. Premature. Still. That's still... Still, fourteen years. Yeah, that's that's too much. That's just way too much. Um, got some, I got some well, slightly controversial stuff about Assassin's Creed um, that that came out. The new Assassin's Creed um, mm. DLC, which I sorry, I'm gonna a little bit of spoilery. Spoiler, yeah, slight spoiler. Uh, but no matter which character you play, uh, male or female character or whatever, I always forget the guy's name. I know the girl's Cassandra, but um, either way, your matter. your character has a uh, a relationship and has a baby with someone and that mm. bothered people uh, because they didn't feel like it was representing who they wanted their character to be because they were role playing and they're like but this is my character my character because you you know I wanted to romance these other people um, the I, issue was that you can romance yeah. the same sex uh, throughout the main game correct and so they have that option, and then for this one DLC thing, yeah. they added that in there. And I can, I, I get it. I get why they did it, but people are people are all up in arms about it. But the whole point, and I, I don't know if the character knows this, if they if they are that overt about it, but 
Cassandra has to have a lineage or the yeah. male character. They both do. They have to have a lineage to pass on the uh, ancestral genes. It has to be direct yes. descendant gene because otherwise you could not be going into the animus and living through their, their memories. So they have to have yeah. a kid at one, one, pl one way or another. I get if they're saying like, Oh, I wanted to, ro I romance this other person, but now I'm having a baby with this, with this person. I'm like, okay, that doesn't mean that that's the entire story of your character. And also, I'm sorry, these games aren't really RPGs. They have RPG elements, but this is as RPG heavy as Zelda. And I love Zelda, but... Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if that's true anymore, though. They've, I mean, since uh, Origin, Origins and then Odyssey, the they've, it's... I mean, it's like an open world RPG now, it's, man. It's an it's an open world game. It's so is Breath of the Wild. You have yeah, you have but Zelda isn't an RPG. Zelda is not an RPG, but this game yeah. has a direct narrative. You have certain choices you can make, but really, no, you don't. Like you don't have linear paths because you have to go on the path, and if you go off of the 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 main story, the main narrative for your character, if you go off the path, then you go desynchronized and you restart. So yeah, you can open world and stuff, but if it's a, something that actually matters to the story, you have to play in line with the way that it happened. So in my yeah. opinion, I'm like, well, in guess in ca that case, it happened that way because that's how the the assassins, you know, became a thing and everything. I mean, after this is, uh, I guess, the second generation of assassins. This would be the third generation. Would be the baby. Yeah. There has to be a baby. It the the issue was that they gave you the option to begin with and then they and then for that one piece of dlc which they again a little slight spoiler in the next part of the dlc you're allowed to go back to doing whatever you want for this piece of the dlc you have to do that and they thought that it would be more obvious that like basically like even if you are you know not straight uh you're you're recognizing in your role-playing sense like i i have to pass on my assassin's line um and they thought that that would be obvious and then they they said like we should have made it more obvious we should have made it more like this is even if it's not what cassandra or what's his face wants to do they know that they need to do it the uh, the problem with it all is is that nobody cares anymore like there's the long time assassin's creed fans mm -hmm. that care about the animus and what's going on outside of that but anybody that like that that animus storyline is so you know it's kind of is the best part <laughs> it was but then the last couple of games is like kind of like it's there oh, yeah, but it's not really that important after uh was it assassin's creed brotherhood or i don't think it was three i don't know whichever one was in like france or but something they, yeah they were just like oh yeah that animus story and um uh spoilers but desmond dying and like like that's stuff the game's been out for five to ten that's years that's true that's true so like desmond dying except for last all us. the other thing the, all, all the other stuff that happens and they they finished his story and then they were like and eh, who cares about the animus anymore? Now let's just go to different places. Like they just decided to drop that narrative line. And I think this is yeah. this, in my opinion, this story to me is more controversial that they didn't even care. They're like, hey, this DLC, uh, you're going to have a baby. Next DLC, don't matter. Like that shows to me like 
the level of care that they have in regards to the story. And I agree, it's open world. It's all about playing and doing whatever. To the you want. future part of the story. Well, any part of the story, man. No, they. I mean, they've shown clearly that they care about the current part of the story, like with how much they put into Origins and Odyssey. Like, uh, this is just from me uh observing from the outside because assassin's creed isn't really my thing but apparently the last two games have been nothing short of fantastic and the fact that they came out back to back years square enix what's your problem <laughs> well they they are i mean i will say that they're at least giving it to different studios they did take uh, a year off because they were coming out every year and then yeah. like two a year and I'm glad they took a year off. Uh, these games. We're probably not going to get one in 2019. No, I probably won't. I'm okay with that. We had yeah. two amazing games. I want this to just sink in. People just enjoy that DLC. There's a lot. There's a lot of fun there. So that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, they they admitted that they could have done it more smoothly. Um, the thing is, you just can't. You can't add it and then take it away. Like, yeah, that's we're entitled people. We're gamers. Oh, that's janky. It's just janky to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, what's janky is apparently so Machin Machinima, which has been around since forever, since, since I remember the, the, YouTube like the dawn of YouTube. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently, uh, so they were they were purchased by and I forgot the name of the uh, the company, uh, but the company that purchased them is actually owned by Warner, by the way. Um, yeah, exactly. So if you know anything about like Warner and Warner, Warner music and everything, uh, the company went in and deleted all of Machinima's, uh, content. I'm not going to put Machinima content up here anyways. I could have, yeah. but they're going to yeah, copyright strike me. And now that it's like, Warner, rip red really, versus blue, man. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to me that so, I mean, it, it's something that big not only gets bought out, which I get. And you want to sure. run the brand however you want to do it. And then you run your brand into the ground by deleting everything that they did. I mean, seriously, Disney bought out Star Wars and they didn't say we're going to stop making Star Wars movies or we're not going to let you buy the old Star Wars movies anymore. They're just going to give their uh, game license to EA who's going <laughs> to stop making Star Wars games. Hey, that's how, sorry. That's how the world ends right there. That's how Star Wars ends with EA. But no, it's I mean, to me, it's just it was the worst decision, in my opinion, because I mean, I could come up with analogy after analogy, but same thing with uh, with uh, Microsoft. I think Microsoft is a great example of it. Microsoft purchased uh, Minecraft, and they didn't say, "All right, we're going to pull this off of off of uh, everything but PC and Xbox." They knew that they needed those the those uh, fans to still enjoy that property, because if they if they pulled a move that was negative and took it off of uh, Nintendo and PlayStation, which would be a, a business move, a power move, if you will, it'd be bad for the mm -hmm. brand. And I think this is bad for the brand, in my opinion. Yeah, I just don't get, like, the thing that kind of bums me out, unless they archived it and everything, that's, that's the thing I'm really curious about. Is there an archive of this stuff? I'm like, like we said, this has been... As long as I can remember YouTube existing, Machinima has been around. I'm like, Red versus Blue? That was high school. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we're talking at least 15 years ago now and probably more uh, before that. Is this archived or is it gone? I, That's what I really so want to know. I really hope that it's archived somewhere because everything that I've seen is that the videos have been deleted. Um, yeah, I really hope that they. I hope that they were already downloaded, 
and they were already on a hard drive somewhere because this is just i don't know it's just really sad from like a historical standpoint like you said this is yeah. goes back quite a while um that's a big deal for a lot of people and that that's the part that's just depressing and it makes me think about different things as well i actually i'm following this story where they're uh i don't know if you remember like the xbox live indie games yeah like uh from the xbox and i think the 360 days as well so somebody that uh is uh started reviewing those games back in the day is putting together an xbox live indie collection and she mentioned today that she reached out to one of the the indie developers to see if he would be a part of it yeah and he no longer has the game like the files were lost it's just and it's just those kinds of things that make me really depressed in terms of just gaming and then now with machinima like things that have offshoot of gaming like who is gonna start and being allowed to as well archiving this stuff like this is history man like this is this is my zone of history like we i don't know what other else I, i'm sure there's like literature preservation and and so and so on and so forth but well this is it's one of the arguments that people have when it comes to uh when it comes to um emulation or roms because there are games that you may or may not have ability to play um we have no you know the average person wouldn't be able to play them um I will say the ones that most people care about, Nintendo has, and Nintendo keeps putting out. Yeah, I mean Sega to a lesser extent, but, but yeah. But think about like Star. Think about the original Star Wars cuts. They don't exist anymore. They don't. They don't. And it's sad. I have uh, my dad has the Laserdisc versions, which I think are still the best quality uncut. Um, Probably. Yeah. I have uh, some DVDs that were sold by Target at at one point, where on the extra features. The original, uh, the uncuts are on the extra features. I had those. I will never get rid of those. I had those. They're worth. I know they're worth a few hundred dollars. Yeah, now, and I had them and I sold them um, when I. Oh no! When I was moving out of my parents' house. Yeah, I'll I do sold it. Sold them and they. I didn't think they were worth much because I'm like, oh, it's just that it's these DVDs. You got the other ones. They still exist somewhere. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's one of my one of my big regrets. I mean. So this this just kind of just keeps on adding to it. I hope I hope that they did the smart thing and when they pulled Machinima's content, they saved it somewhere. Who knows when we're going to hear about it, if ever. Uh, but that just makes me think, like if you're, you know, if you're a content creator and everything, make copies, man. Like some somebody at some point is going to want to view your stuff again. Yeah, um, especially something like that. I mean, like, I mean, I don't know how many people want to go through archives of our show, but. Uh, for for historical preservation, I mean, for, if anything, there is a lot of great stuff on there uh, that's mm -hmm. what I'd consider evergreen content. It's still going to be fine in ten years. People will still want to watch it. You know, red versus blue, like you mentioned. Um, so it's yeah, it's pretty pretty sad about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, Kevin said in the comments, the internet's archived it somewhere. I'm sure they have. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's Kevin said he still has uh, he still has those DVDs. So. I hate you both, uh, but there's a, there's actually a fan edit that a fan a guy who's been going yeah. through and like cleaning up um, all of the like originals. I think he's done with the New Hope, but he's on Empire now. Um, mm. His New Hope version is really good. I do have that. What are you torrent it? Yeah, I think so. I don't think you can legally okay. download it anywhere. Obviously, but, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just saying technically. Gonna have to watch out Disney. Will I'm just saying technically, I can't buy it anywhere. So I did get yeah. my hands on it in one way or another. Um, and you can get your hands on some Fortnite. 
because uh, it's everywhere. Um, Winter's Come to Fortnite, which, you know, it's another interesting... I included this for one reason. Why is that? Because of the way they did it. Like, it was this Snow King type thing yeah. that happened, and I was like, are you guys doing a Game of Thrones event? That's the only thing that came to mind, was that uh, they did this thing, like, with, literally, again... This also just speaks to what I continue to respect about Epic and Fortnite. The fact that they will do this in the middle of matches. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing to me. I, th- I think it's, I think it's amazing. And it also, I mean, it, it adds to that, um, to that mystique of what's going to happen. Anything can happen when you play it, which is one of the coolest things about playing some, a game like this is at any time, the, the whole narrative can change and everything that I'm doing can change and okay I may lose the match who cares I got to see this and that's like yeah. the comet event that happened and all of that it's really really cool I'm uh, during New Year's Eve like every hour there would be a different like New Year's ball that would come down to signify it was now New Year's in another part of the world yeah so just super cool things i included it because of game of thrones but also just the the fact that they keep doing this thing and they created a map that they can literally edit at will anytime they want mm-hmm. to um and i don't know uh which story you're gonna go into after this but this actually makes me think of what i just heard about anthem oh sure um which by the way i think i might be the last person to realize that this is like a destiny game you didn't, maybe you you didn't maybe you got that yeah but i did i wasn't getting that vibe until today oh really okay <laughs> yeah yeah uh, uh but an interesting thing that i heard in an interview with bioware guys that the as part of your you have your in town thing that you can kind of customize and get to know people in but on the outside world they said that bioware has control of that uh, obviously it's on their servers but that they will be able to then edit that world at will um, and I was just li- literally just listening to an interview with him before the show. Uh, so I thought that was cool. Like they're, they're preparing themselves for a run where it's like, Hey, if we need to spice it up in Anthem, we can't. Yeah. At, at any time they can throw in whatever they want, which is going to be really cool. Like just, you know, the same way that, uh, as we were talking about that, uh, happens with Fortnite. Um, yeah, it is, it is going to be a destiny like game online. I mean, one of my favorite parts there's there's a lot of cool things in my opinion but one of my favorite things about it is it's it's basically like getting like an iron man suit yeah and i mean i think that's pretty darn cool (laughs) so you you know how i've been uh saying over and over again the reason why i'm buying this game is that i want them to make dragon age right and during this interview again he was speaking to they were asking him like are you nervous about this because this isn't bioware's thing bioware is known for its single player narrative games like your uh mass effects like your dragon age and he's like yeah we're scared there's people who have never heard of us you know there's going to be that crowd uh there's going to be the crowd that like has heard this is like destiny and they're maybe wanting to check out something different destiny and then there are the people who have literally told me that they're buying this game so that we will make dragon age and i was like <laughs> that's me yeah it's this guy right here yeah. no, it's, it's true but i mean that that makes that makes sense uh you have enough people nowadays who are savvy enough they're savvy enough to at least say okay well you know uh they they don't know every developer 
but they know their favorite developers and Mass Effect and uh, and Dragon Age are big enough and great enough properties that deserve that love. And people now, a lot of people, you know, us, us millennials vote with our wallets. I mean, yeah, we do. We look at something, we're like, oh, I love this brand. I'm going to I'm going to just go all in and I'm going to I'm always going to buy that. I'm always going to shop here, whatever. Um, and we don't like chilies, but and napkins, apparently. Uh, but I, to me, Anthem, Anthem, it, to me, it sounds like it could be better than Destiny because they've learned so much from uh, what happened with Destiny. At least I should say it could be better than Destiny uh, the, and better than Division because the Division fell on its face. I will say that the Division 2 or that the Division did make a comeback. They figured out a lot of things about it, much like Destiny always does. Sure. Destiny fell on its face. And I wonder, to your point, you said that they learned a lot from Destiny. I wonder, though, are they going to then also make the same kinds of mistakes at the beginning uh, and fall on their face and then figure it out uh, because they have that dedicated Bioware fan base? Uh, which, by the way, uh, for those of you listening, if you get it on PS4, that's what I'll be playing it on. So you can hit us up if you yeah, want to check it out. Yeah, um, because. Guys. Yeah, because we're definitely, like, again, we're buying it for one reason, but if I'm going to spend money on it, I'm going to play it. And plus, it's like an Iron Man thing. That's what attracted me to it. Once I figured out it was like Destiny, I was like, so why wouldn't I just play Destiny 2, yeah. which I got for free with PS Plus? And I'm like, because it's Bungie, and I know what Bungie does. It's Halo, but I just want Halo. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. what? Like if I, I, w I would like a massively multiplayer online Halo instead, but we're not getting that. But I can play with Iron Man suits. That's exactly I'm right down with and that kind of be your own version of iron man kind of whatever because iron man has all his different suits and we know this isn't an iron man game i'm just saying like iron man has the hulk buster he's got the mark five he's got all the different versions like you can play that kind of archetype and 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 do that in anthem uh yeah kevin mentioned in the comments like this is the reason he keeps buying uh three fields games and it's finally by, uh, paying off april because burnout <laughs> So it's good. I'm really happy that you're that excited about Burnout, man. You're literally the only person that I've ever heard talk about that game. <laughs> uh, but I will check it out just for you. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing you can check out: the new Yakuza. Oh, that that should have muted. The new Yakuza uh, game uh, got. Uh, oh jeez. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, oh, Sega, Sega hid the release date in an animated GIF clever that's very like clever it. very clever very meta very very you know 21st century is very i mean to me i thought that was it was really cool because it it didn't lead you down like uh like a rabbit hole like one of those um oh, what's the term for that it's not not ar it's those uh those like you know the internet like searches you know what i'm talking about it's those, it's those things that like they're like oh yeah if you if you watched that interview and you found this this one piece of the audio and you reversed it it told you about a website and you go to the website and you crack like a code like it's this like online sleuthing that's become like a big thing lately i feel like i'm not cool enough to know what the term is for that <laughs> i know the term of it but like the first one that i know of was uh, cloverfield um because cloverfield had all kinds of like websites that you could yeah go that's to. true and, yeah i think i mean it reminded me of that it's a kind of mar it's like guerrilla marketing yeah kind of like guerrilla marketing yeah but it's like this treasure hunt treasure gorillas. yeah 
the fact that it's coming to PC is cool. Mm-hmm. Like Yakuza is just a really interesting franchise, and it's and for some reason over the last like two years or so, it has become a lot bigger here in the states uh, i don't know if it's because of like the over-the-top characters um because it's like or you know the fact that it's kind of like walk around beat him up and you know sometimes you just like that kind of game but sure. it's it's bigger here and you know the the more more consoles it comes to i think last year we had two or three yakuza games and they all did fairly well yeah because we had we had ones that were we had a, a remake we had a legit yeah. a legit one come out and then we had one that can never hit the states uh, yeah. Before, so all that hit, you know, hitting together was pretty darn cool. Which I want to, I want to say, it was Kiwami, wasn't it? Wasn't Kiwami the I, one that wasn't I previously in the states? So, but I can't remember. Because we got six, and then we got Yakuza Zero, which is like the remake, so that you can like start over if you're curious, like where Yakuza started. Yeah. Um, but so really cool, and uh, the fact that uh, just like with. Um, Valkyria Chronicles. Mm-hmm. The longer that Sega stays around and keeps making, uh, making games, um, I don't know. There's something like that warms your heart whenever you see the the Sega logo. Oh yeah. And when I when I hear it, that's when it, that's what does it for me. A R G B S. I don't know what that's all about. Is that what we were talking about? I have no idea. Okay. Kevin, let us know what you're talking about. We may have ran out right. on the internet. Uh, but anyways, what warms my heart is good things going to blizzard and yeah the, the cyberpunk head writer who's also the creative director for uh witcher 3 has joined blizzard mm-hmm. i have a big happy feeling that it has to do with the diablo franchise and it's not only because i'm a huge, i had that same thought dude it's not just because i'm a huge diablo fan but like to me i don't think they're touching warcraft for a while other than uh what they're doing with world of warcraft they don't need yeah. to do a warcraft 4 world of warcraft oh, they need to do a warcraft 4. i would like it i would no, i would like it i'm just saying like i think that they realize that that franchise as an intellectual property is doing its thing and yeah. the one that that completely failed which does not usually happen with blizzard but from a uh, not from a not from a monetary standpoint, but from a hardcore fan and critical standpoint, Diablo three did not do near as well as they thought it would do. And you have people who play it because don't build a crappy marketplace, Blizzard. That's exactly what it is. I mean, don't build a crappy marketplace. Make a game that has uh, I don't know. It's too the the levels weren't randomly generated enough that still had enough yeah. it still had enough of uh, yeah. a linearity to it so yeah so many reasons that i that i thought that game fell flat it wasn't bad i mean i i enjoy playing it i'm playing it on switch and mm. Mm, but yeah i think that's where he's going and just to say, you know, just to quell any concerns where people are like, whoa, well, does that mean like CD Projekt Red's in trouble? Does that mean Cyberpunk uh, 2077's in trouble? No, uh, actually quite the opposite. Like from, from what uh, he said, uh, the game is playable. It is not finished, but it is playable from beginning to end. Uh, he was the head writer. Uh, so his piece of uh, the things that he's written, like he's pretty much done. Uh, he's been with CD Projekt Red since 2006, so I'm sure that's probably a little bittersweet for him. But uh, so, don't worry about 2077. Maybe worry about future games, um, since this guy was is obviously uh, very talented based on the Witcher franchise alone. Um, but it's 
Also, we we were we've been talking a lot uh, over the last month or two about like what's going on with Blizzard. Like, is Blizzard in trouble? Is Activision doing Blizzard wrong? Are they just not getting it? And the fact that they're getting a writer of this caliber, if it's not for Diablo, I'm still excited for whatever it is. If it's a new IP, which would be strange, but uh, I absolutely had that same thought. Are they coming? Are they making him write a Diablo Four story? Because dope. I really hope so. I mean, it's it's a franchise that deserves the love. It's a franchise that um, needs that revitalization, especially after the um, Diablo Inferno fiasco. Um, yeah. It needs that good press. It needs the core fan base and and old school gamers and, in my opinion, um, proper gamers who don't want. Uh, mobile games to just shell out cash they're going to want to know okay you're you're still invested in us uh you know in our relationship that we've had for the past 30 years diablo mm -hmm. um not 30 but what 23 years what was the first diablo game forever ago i think it's been like i think it's been like 23 years but like diablo yeah one. the first diablo i mean you have a people who've been playing it that long i've been playing since the first diablo game like diablo and diablo 2 like i remember playing diablo 2 and it was one of my first experiences on the internet and i'm old i know but like playing diablo 2 on the internet mm -hmm. and my my dad giving me an internet connection so i could play that game and like a couple others and him like he even even the what early uh mid to late 90s he was like look you can't tell people your name blah 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 you gotta be safe um you should try playing diablo 2 with a necromancer uh on a 56k connection oh uh diablo 1 december 31st 1996 man i'm good that's 23 years that's close way to go close to yeah me, yeah um, way to go. but yeah uh I could not imagine playing Necromancer on that. Like, I hold on. I think I no, no, it wasn't 56k. We were on. Yeah. A, we had a uh, we had a DSL uh, connection at that time. Because yeah, no, my my dad got DSL the week after I moved out. Oh wow, wow! Like it was the, I was I came home and I was like, you serious? I could have had this all through high school. So so he had like dial up still. Oh yeah. I mean, Up until 2006, baby. I mean, I remember those sounds, and to me, it, yeah. I remember the first time hearing that was uh, um, I was in my bedroom, and I heard that noise, and I walked out. I I didn't know what the hell was going on, like, uh, and walked out. And my dad like explained to me what it what it was and everything, because back then, kids, we, you know, not everybody was on the internet. That was what 94 or something like that i mean it was yeah crazy long time ago my first one was late 90s i'm old yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> but, no argument for me so yeah that's true but uh, apparently uh sea of thieves was the top game on uh on twitch which yeah you know i i will say you and i played briefly i've heard that it's gotten better um, it's fun and I, I mean, I, I enjoyed what I played of it. It seemed it was really repetitive, but it's gotten better. And I'm glad yeah. that it's now like it's now as po it's so popular on there because when playing this game, it's all about hanging out and creating these weird, fun moments with people, you know, 
yeah. it's not about like uh, people were complaining like oh it's too it's too repetitive because it's the same missions all the time like yeah but if you're playing with a crew you have so many other things that pop up like other you know other ships coming at you and now we got the kraken and stuff so yeah i will give credit to where it credits you so the majority of the uh, viewership is to uh for those of you who know and those of you who don't summit 1g uh is a very large twitch streamer uh former pro gamer and he, he's up there with the likes of ninja and stuff like he he didn't have the the uh six figure uh viewership numbers on a regular basis like ninja has but he is a regular five uh five figure concurrent concurrent viewership guy uh so he's been playing it recently um which has been a big spotlight for the game uh there are other people where it like even there the article that i read even the smaller streamers he's like i've been consistently getting like 10 or 20 viewers which doesn't sound like a lot i know kids but uh if you are in like a lower stage like you're beginning your streaming career or you're you know uh trying to get somewhere having 10 or 20 concurrent viewers is actually a pretty big deal uh so putting a spotlight on a game like that it's fun it's available on game pass it's discounted right now for it's only 30 bucks on pc uh i've put several uh probably a couple hundred hours into it at this point um where yeah that many into it how long has it been since yeah. you played like you've played recently or i played it last month okay uh buddy of mine was just like hey man let's sail the high seas uh it's just one of those things where yeah it, it's still pretty much the same game as it was at launch they have added more types of quests and they've put things in there like the kraken they put a megalodon in there cool. um they have put ghost ships in there now so there is npc ships that you can fight and they are hard as heck uh there is more of that but it's still just jump in with your friends uh jump in with some randos sail around troll some people get some gold like it's a good game where you can easily jump in and just get right back to i'm gonna have some fun yeah uh for a couple hours and that's that's cool like i'm glad they didn't change that core ability and core mechanic and everything because that's like you said it's like the most fun of it but yeah. i don't know if it's as fun as red dead i mean it's yeah. I, red dead was just so yeah. good and red dead is was or was uh top selling game for 2018 very surprising yeah I mean, 2018 was a damn good year. Yeah. So it's it's amazing uh, that it that it was top um, with uh, Call of Duty, NBA, Madden, all you know, all these others uh, that were on there. Um, I just I just realized I skimmed the article, but I didn't see it. It's something about there's a catch. Um, yeah. Well, there's when it comes to npd uh, listings for games the problem is is that not everybody reports everything so for example like nintendo reports zero of their digital sales yep. um there's some other fun facts about that list uh but the thing that's a couple of amazing things one red dead became the highest selling game uh, of 2018 mm -hmm. and it was only out for two months yeah uh another really amazing thing like with uh smash it became uh, in terms of the first month, so not all-time sales, but it was like five or six times yeah. like brawl numbers. It was dumb. Yeah. And that's just physical sales, so not even counting Nintendo's digital sales because Nintendo doesn't report that. Uh, Xbox doesn't but, report any sales. Like, yeah. I mean, 
so if it's a if it's an Xbox only game, it wouldn't even be reported. But not that there'd be like yeah. a lot of exclusives. Forza, yeah. Forza, yeah. Uh, but I mean, it was a really good year for games. So I get I get the catch for it. I would say super. I mean, Smash could be even higher because I know a lot of people who only buy digital on Switch. Yeah. Um, and and there's and there's games like uh, Call of Duty got second, which is not surprising. Nah. No, that's not Call of Duty for uh, just for like backstory. Call of Duty World War Two was on the 2018 bestseller list until Black Ops Four came out. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not it's not surprising to me, um, but I'm I'm glad. It still surprises me that with all of that going on, because I just was no uh, was noticing this before. Like with all of that going on, uh, Activision's uh, stock dropped like mad um where was it last or was it a couple months ago mm-hmm. yeah it's like with so it came out in well, because they lost uh they lost one of their biggest ips yeah uh in november october what did they lose in october about what oh i don't know about october yeah. i know why their stock dropped this month oh yeah this month well this Mudgy. month this month hasn't been bad actually this month has not yeah. been bad at all but uh, in October, their stock their stock dropped from uh, trading from like between seventy seven and eighty dollars to forty four dollars. Yeah, you're dropping almost in half. Um, and it's stupid. You think like, oh, there'd be a resurgence for you know with what happened with this, but nah, it didn't didn't quite happen. I feel like I should buy some shares in Activision. Yeah, uh, uh, I think it's going to it's going to go up. Not that I'm going to give a investing uh, advice or anything on here, but I bought, I did buy, and I'm probably going to make some money. Oh really? Yeah, I I, I, I swing trade. So nice. Yeah, so I'm not, uh, I'm not as good as uh, I can't remember who it was. Someone in I don't know if it was your your comments or somebody else's comments was talking about like. Yeah, I thought it may have, may have been one of your friends who said it was mine. About, like, I think I was talking about it. Doing uh, doing put sales and stuff like that that I don't yeah I don't mess around with. But anyways, we we t- I do long term stuff. Yeah, sure. Uh, anyways, but before I moved on yeah. from Smash too much, uh, I wanted to mention that if you were like me mm-hmm. and got the physical edition of Smash, if you have not gone in and collected your rewards points as you do, if you are not aware, um, if you buy Switch uh, cartridges to get your rewards points which you absolutely should because they count for money on the e-store uh that's how you will also get piranha plant so you need to go uh collect your points and that registers your cartridge and then they will email you a code for piranha plant you need to do that before the end of this month i need to do that because i have it and i forgot forgot and i can't find my insert now can i cry you don't need your insert what you don't need your insert. Just the cart. You need to put the cartridge in your switch. Oh, press okay. the plus. Press the plus sign. Gotcha. And That's right. collect your reward points. You know, I was thinking I had like a, I had a receipt attached to it. That's what I was thinking. Oh uh, yeah, no, no, no. You know. That's to. fine. That's fine. Let's talk about drafting. Yeah. So uh, Owen and I uh, have, uh, and other people, I guess, too, but those people aren't important. Uh, We have been talking about doing a video game draft, and this is on Fantasy Critic, uh, Fantasy Critic Games, and we're gonna kind of show you what it's like. We're gonna do like do a test league 
test draft uh, because we're going to announce, or sorry, we are announcing and are launching our uh, league that you all can join and draft with us. So if you want to draft with us, it'll be next week, by the way. Um, message us on Facebook or on YouTube or tweet to us at Twiatch, and we will find a way to sync up with you and invite you uh, to our league. So let us know if you want that. Leave a message or direct message us, and we'll get this going. So I'm going to bring up the draft thing real quick. Mm-hmm. And while he's bringing up the draft thing, uh, so for those of you who have ever played fantasy sports before, this is kind of like that. Uh, it's probably close, uh, closer to uh, what you know to be for the um, uh, what's the movie one called that you do? Fantasy Movie League. Fantasy Movie League. So similar to that, but in this case, it's video games. Yay. And so we'll be drafting video games. And what is going to happen is you're going to get points based off of the open critic score of that game so not metacritic a lot of people know metacritic for that but open critic is specifically towards games that i definitely recommended over metacritic by the way uh but it's just an aggregate of uh their chosen game review sites which there are a lot of them um so for example if i was going to draft uh kingdom hearts 3 uh right now i would be getting points based off of that 88 aggregate score mm -hmm. uh that it's got going on and you can i mean the cool thing that i like about it it has uh you know you can go to the master games list here you can organize by release date uh whether or not it released you have your critic score and everything uh elig eligibility level so uh the this does also allow you if you're creating your own league it allows you to limit it so you're you know to say i don't want to worry about remakes uh, annual installment games uh, like FIFA and all that. You can take those out if they're, they're not interesting you. Um, we are we are removing uh, remakes, uh, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, sorry, remasters. But what about remakes? Yes. Remakes and remasters. I I left in like full remakes. Full remakes. So like your Resident Evil 2s, your yeah. Perfect. That's that's fine. And then your. Um, your annuals we're, we're leaving in as well, but the just ports and, and weak remakes, we'll call them, uh, we're, we're leaving those out because we don't think those are as, as important. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's kind of do a draft going on here. I'm going to go into our league. So I already went ahead and started it. Started and it? And it gave, it gave me the first pick. Okay. Uh, so just because it comes out in a few days, I'm going to draft me some Kingdom Hearts. Of course you are, you bastard. Trey. It is mine. All right, so select draft game under player actions, and I should know these things. Here we go. It's on the left side. I see it. Game name. So this is the part that's a little uh, like where I would. Oh wait, how'd you get that to happen? You uh, just hit search. Oh, with it blank. Yeah, okay, it I actually I actually typed something in. Okay, cool. And it brings up some games. Uh, only like five, and yeah, not really that big of a deal. So those are. Most of those games. So, uh, search. I would probably search for something. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to think of something. So, uh, we were talking about Resident Evil. Yeah. So I'm gonna search Resident Evil Two, uh, as a, it is a complete remake. Um, but yeah, you know what? That comes out tomorrow. But you know what? While that is coming out tomorrow, I'm gonna grab Code Vein now that it's popped up here. Okay. I'm gonna grab Code Vein because I think Code Vein's gonna do pretty good. And selected. interesting choice. Code Vein. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Hold on. Uh, I should. What is that? It's uh, like a vampire uh, Souls game. Uh, now that no, I'm, I knew now that. Now that I'm thinking about it, I was like, then why aren't you going, going with? Going uh, 
Yeah, Sekiro. Sekiro is my, my choice. So there you go. So pick mine. Because Sekiro is going to do just fine. Sekiro is going to do great. So there we go. Yeah. So now we're on, we're on Owen's pick. I wish I could have, I wish I could have passed the screen to you at this point, but that's okay. Well, we can talk through it. Uh, yeah. Can I select my can, next game? Now? Yeah. Uh, it's, it says it's my turn to draft. I already drafted. Oh, it's because it's a snake draft. Yeah. Go ahead. It's a snake draft. Now I know it's a snake draft. So, again, from fantasy sports and a snake draft, if there was more people, this would be less obvious. But, like, let's say there was 10 people. The way that it works is uh, you go all the way through the list of people and then you work that way back. So, like, pick one, pick two, pick three, pick four, pick five. And then if pick five was the last one, pick five would get to pick again. And then it would go pick four, pick three, pick two, pick one. So I'm going. So it's like, yeah. so it's like the game snake. Yeah. I get you. I get you. So I'm going Anthem is my pick okay i think it's going to be a solid game i think it's going to be it's going to uh do well critically and and also uh sales wise okay uh man that made me want to like draft metro but i feel like metro is gonna bomb and i don't know why i have a bad feeling about metro you think I just don't know. So I will say, like, a good thing that we, whenever we do have a real draft uh, in the next week or mm-hmm. two, mm-hmm. it's either going to be next week or the week after. Yeah, because this so is us. We get it, we'll figure it out. Exactly. Yeah, this is us uh, just testing out. But um, message yeah, us. We'll cause... keep you posted on when we do when we'll do it. We'll do it live. Um, you may not be on screen. We'll have a chat open up though. Well, uh, everyone in the chat, yeah. and we'll talk about it, and we'll we'll all uh, watch people live as they pick. So, what are you thinking? thinking and i just feel like whatever unannounced call of duty game i feel like that's a i don't i feel like from an open critic standpoint i feel like it's a it's one of those things where i can solidly get like an 85 out of it on open critic okay okay i can see that uh and while he's picking it another cool thing that i discovered is that Oh yeah, I do. Um, the snake thing. Keep forgetting. Uh, a cool thing from here is that from this drafting thing, we don't have to draft our entire roster. So there's obviously games like E3 hasn't even happened yet, right, guys? Yeah. So when E3 happens, there's going to be a whole slew of games, and some of them are going to say, "Hey, it's coming out in a month." You know, there there's those things. You know, maybe I'm not giving bethesda any credit right now but you know bethesda style where they're like hey here's our game and it's coming out in december starfield's coming out in december yeah right Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and elder scrolls elder scrolls in january but a game that i do think uh will have solid uh performance Mm -hmm. and that's gonna be pokemon gen number eight that's a good pick. It is a good that's pick. That's a really, really good pick. Uh, that's probably yeah. going to be one of the uh, top sellers. Um, no, nah, Robert, you good. We're just testing it out because we wanted to make sure that we knew how it would work. Yeah. So we're either going to draft next week or the week after. Um, exactly. I'll just need to get your email address sometime. Yeah. So now that I know I get two, oh, yeah. there's a medieval remake. I completely forgot about that. I would love to pick that. Yeah. But I don't know if it's going to. I don't know if it's going to do it. So, hold on. Should I do... Let's do Crackdown. 
connection's not good enough to keep the stream, but I'll be good for third. Kevin will be good for okay. this. Absolutely, we assumed Kevin that yeah. you would be in. Oh yeah. So I got Crackdown, and then I draft my next one. Um, You're drafting Crackdown? Yeah, I'm drafting Crackdown. Old Cotton. <laughs> you think that Crackdown is going to review? Well? On Terry Crews alone. Okay, okay. I think it's going to review well. I think it's going to do decent review wise. Okay. I'm going to call that a solid seven. A solid seven? Yep. It's going to be a 7.0. And next, I'm going to draft Far Cry New Dawn. Okay. Because I think that I think it is going to review very well. Um, I think that the it looks like they've put a lot of their force and their creative efforts into uh, yeah. into it so i think it's gonna do really well so, so you know mm -hmm. go ahead no i was gonna say like uh you're saying you don't have to draft your whole roster but it doesn't hurt yeah. to draft it and then if something is announced we you can drop it or something I, so how do we know how that so, works so basically we set the draft limit so we we set the roster size and the draft limit um i think this one's set to like 15 because there's only two people in it yeah. but with uh with a bigger league with three or four or five people we're going to do a smaller um roster and a smaller draft roster so let's say that our roster is 10 we can set the draft to like seven games or six games okay. and then there's like the free agent pool and you see on patrick's uh screen there where it has the budget of 100 dollars. Yeah. uh that is where games that are on that free agent list you can then bid on them uh you know and that could be unannounced games or that could be games like that are just sitting out there and you gotcha. want to get some points for them uh and you can even bid zero dollars just know that if somebody bids one dollar they'll beat you like it's just like that uh so we make it to where you draft these games um and then there's those unannounced games that are inevitably going to come yeah. out that that we do uh, or maybe you know maybe there's a preview event that comes out and you're like oh dang that game flew under the radar and then you want to go pick it up um it's a cool thing because this isn't a thing where it's going to be like a weekly head-to-head. -head. This is just kind of like an overall throughout 2019, how are we doing? But, you know, I'm going to go early in the year, and I'm going to go Sony because why not? And I'm going to get some days going, actually. Very nice. Very nice. I almost I almost drafted that one. Because I don't know. Is it going to let me pick days going? Can I draft the game? Thanks. Uh obviously this is still new again uh shout outs to uh the guy who's creating that i wish that i knew his actual name i've always seen him on twitter but this guy just said like i want a video game fantasy football it's really cool and made it himself <laughs> um which is cool uh back to back games what do i go with here uh you know what we need a good fighting game in here what just had a pretty bloody preview event yeah. man have you seen some of those fatalities dude yeah. they are disgusting and that's why i'm drafting mortal kombat 11 ah see that, that was gonna be my next pick um all right so since you've picked those i am going to go with what's it called ancestor Ancestors, the Humankind Odyssey. That's the what? Come out a little bit. It's gonna be a be a bit for that. Oh, you know what? No, Rage Two. 
now that it showed up on here. Impulse buy. Rage 2. It's like, no, Ancestors, I think, is going to review really well, like, <laughs> art-wise. It's going to be like, oh, that was a really cool game. It's so it's so interesting. Okay. It's probably not going to sell much. But uh, okay. Rage 2, I could totally see, because Rage 2 looks like um, Borderlands uh, could have been. And Borderlands okay. 3 may be, and that is my next pick. If it's on here. Borderlands. So Rage 2 and Borderlands? Yeah, and Borderlands Three? is not on here. Because, yeah, probably because they haven't announced. Because they haven't officially announced it, so so yeah. sad panda. So we're gonna go with Animal Crossing. Nice. <laughs> the the Nintendo safe picks. Oh yeah, I do like this. It's like it's like we know these are gonna do well. We know, we know they're gonna re they're gonna review well because Nintendo properties, Nintendo properties are just strong. There's a reason that that the Switch like people are like oh there aren't enough games on it and the game. That's the well deserved its score. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, okay. Dude. But you know, speaking of Nintendo properties, what are you gonna take? The little, the little uh, Luigi's Mansion Three. Ooh, very nice. Very uh, nice. that's gonna be good stuff. And then, you know what, Microsoft? You know I hate on you enough. <laughs> I still, I still secretly love you. Like you still have the 360. Me and you had, me and you had some good times. And for that reason, I'm gonna draft Gears Five. Ah. Yep, taking too many of mine. Um, geez, I'm like looking through my. Robert, list. I don't know the last time that a Sony game, that a Sony published for like first first party game, got a five or a six. If you can find me the last Sony published first party game they got a five or a six all right so i'm going ultimate alliance three really yep black order um i think that it's going to be amazing um okay and i wanted i'm kind of in the same boat as you like i kind of wanted to um wanted to uh draft um uh, what is it uh, metro but i don't think i don't think it's enough uh i'm gonna go with Ori and the Will of the Wisps. So, there's my Xbox pick. Ori, huh? Because Ori and the Blind Forest was beautiful, and I think uh, I think that uh, Will of the Wisps will li live up to it. Yeah. What are we at? How many games is that? We're one, two, we're now. So, yeah. So the draft I just checked. You can see it under the C League options. Mm -hmm. The draft is ten games. So, okay. It's a fit in this test league here. This imaginary league that we're not really going to pay attention to. I'm gonna. I actually am gonna keep it open because I just want to see how this yeah. thing works throughout the year. It's a fifteen roster, but ten game like draft. Okay. Um, I think we're going to make that smaller. If we can get four or five people in this league, I'm thinking like, uh, yeah, like draft draft five or six and leave like a four or five slot uh, open. Um, all right, back to what I would pick. So I'm just going to like, I'm going to keep rolling mm -hmm. with Nintendo yeah. franchises that, and I'm going to get me some Fire Emblem Three Houses. Okay. A little, you know, I know that's, you know, it's that's a strategy action here. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, we're playing the game here. It's not about our favorite games, though. No. Sekiro definitely was on there because I want that to be good. Really? Uh, <laughs> you you want Sekiro to be good? That's yeah, crazy. a little bit. A little bit. A little bit? A little bit. 
one's gonna be fun. Did you see? Uh, did you see Jason Schreier's thing about how uh, four or five years later uh, he finally like likes Bloodborne? <laughs> no, I didn't. It's yeah, really like he, good. Yeah, I have it on my PlayStation. It's I, and I know it's someday. Difficult. I know it's difficult, but the the ch- like actually overcoming the challenges is really cool and like in and really learning about the world and seeing the weird stuff and it's it's not too scary like i know you don't do horror like yeah. it's not too like oh yeah, I'm frightened. About being scary. like yeah it's not it's not too like there's some grotesqueness to it but it's not too like oh that's so graphic um think i didn't see your next pick uh why you been talking to Oh, very good, very good. All these are good picks. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with it's, one. I mean, it's not a setup, Robert. I honestly don't know the answer to the question. I don't know a Sony first-party uh, studio. I don't remember the last time one of them scored below like an eight. I mean, think about the PS4 generation. Uh, like Naughty Dog had Uncharted Four. That was a nine. Uh, God of War was a nine-five. Uh, uh, Bloodborne is a nine five or a ten. Uh, uh, I know they own like nine studios, so I'm leaving out quite a bit of games. One that I do wonder how well it's going to score, even though I'm hearing good things about the beta, mm-hmm. is Dreams. Yeah, yeah, um, could be interesting. I just drafted Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order <laughs> and Shenmue Three, and I know Shenmue Three. Shenmue Three. <laughs> I just did it just to do it. This is the this is the this is the test. This is the trash draft okay. and everything. But yeah, um, like there's a chance that it's going to be really good. But honestly, sure. probably more 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 than likely, it's not going to live up to the hype because the other the games didn't age uh, well, in my opinion. No, I mean they look downright awful but you know there's also you know the dedicated fan base it's one of those games where i understand and the remake like shinmu remastered is stupid cheap for one and two um you know we were talking about it earlier in the show and i really do think that they are going to do just fine that would be the division two Mm mm-hmm there we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So in this test thing, Kingdom Hearts, Call of Duty, Pokemon, Days Gone, Mortal Kombat, Gears Five. Man, so I got a good you did. roster. You did. Now, now you can do a counter pick, and a counter pick will be. Now this is where I sh- I should have saved yeah. Shen. Yeah. Which I'm guessing is what you'll you'll pick on that. Um, but yeah, now you could pick a counter pick, meaning uh, I'm gonna you're betting that something's not gonna do uh, yeah. as well. And I am gonna go with Oh, hold on. I counterpick your stuff. Yeah. Ah, I thought I think so. okay, yeah, because I thought I'd get the search. So Okay. Interesting. There's, so there's, so I bet when there's more people we can counterpick yeah, against be a like lot anybody in the league. Yeah. So there's no way there's no way in hell that I'm gonna vote against pokemon sure not gonna happen gears there's a possibility i love gears but there's a possibility yeah gears you know? 4 was a little let down and it could go the halo 5 route where it's yeah. just it's just trash but i think i'm gonna go because we don't know enough about it because we don't know 
know, how well it's going to score or whatever. I'm going to go Days Gone. Really? There's Because just at the chance of, like, it being just this dumpster fire that no one expected, I'm going to counterpick Days, Days Gone. Do you get to counterpick? Okay. We get to counterpick, uh... No way, do we, we counterpick? I think you get to counterpick again. Oh, shoot. No, I don't. Do you? No, I don't. Next okay, where was your here. option to do that? It's on the very bottom. It's on the left, uh, player actions. I just have change publisher name. Really? It says uh, test publisher, which is you. It's your... Uh, it says it's your go. It's time to draft counter picks. Next to draft is uh, test D's. You sure you don't have another option? No, I got to change do it? my publisher name or see the league options. I'm going to refresh it. Me too. There we go. Now, now it's your turn to draft. All right. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, uh, it's a really tough choice between Shinmu and Crackdown. Yeah. It's like, do I pick Shinmu? I'm gonna pick Crackdown three. <laughs> like, could, the that. game just doesn't look like it was made in the 2010. I could, I could totally <laughs> see that. All right. So yeah, we just got a little confirmation popped up. It said draft's complete. Uh, yeah. And, uh, from here. Uh, you can make bids for games that were not drafted. However, you yeah. want to hold on to your available budget until later in the year. So later mm -hmm. on, because we did we did do this pretty early, uh, we may want to budget for, because we have $100. So is there, I mean, I know this is early on and we may figure this out, but is there a yeah. way to make money, make more budget back? Is uh, No, the way that it, the way that if, if it's like any other fantasy sports, it's like, you get a hundred dollars for like the year. Okay. Okay. So like, you don't want to go and be like, unless you, unless you think. So, I mean, even a ten though. Like, how much is a ten worth? You don't want to go and be like, I bid ninety nine dollars. Yeah. Uh, on on that. Um, I did want to shout out this thing though. So the uh, again, if you want to join us, um, the best way to do it so that I can like uh, figure it all out. First of all, the site is fantasycritic.games, and then you can DM us on uh, Facebook's probably the best way. You can hit us up on Twitter and YouTube as well, but uh, I have an active thing where I am I can always see the, the Facebook message feed. So hit us up on there uh, with the email address that you use to sign up for the site. And then I, I do want to shout this guy out just because, again, he's doing it by himself, and I want to make sure we tag him when we do the... Uh, Twitter posting, and that's just fantasy underscore critic uh, on Twitter. Exactly. So we'll be we'll be uh, putting out more information about it. Uh, but yeah, obviously, comment here or message us if you want in on the league. And yeah, we'll decide if we're going to do that next week or the following week. May give it two weeks just to kind of let it simmer. Talk about okay. It. I think Robert answered our question the last time that a Sony game scored a five or a six. Can you guess it without looking at the Facebook comments? No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't look at the Facebook it is a, comments. Um, it's a PS PS4 first year. PS4 first year. Yeah. I have no idea. Knack. I don't even know. That's what came it. Knack. Fifty-four percent. Nice fun, Robert. I like it. Dang. Fifty-four percent, and I can believe that. So yeah, look at man, look at the generation PlayStation yeah. 4 that knack. It's amazing. The starting point. That's where they started. I mean, I guess there was Killzone Shadowfall, but even that scored decent, yeah. I think. Yeah, it did. Heck of a generation. So yeah, stay tuned. Uh, we will do a live draft uh, for everybody. But if you want in on that draft, it'll be in a couple weeks. Uh, message us and we'll get you in on that. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll take it from here. See you later.